Welcome to Easy Email Marketing. I'm your host, Yael Keown, mum, FIFO wife, MBA, coffee lover, survivor superfan, and creator of the email experience. In Easy Email Marketing, you'll benefit from my nearly 20 years experience where I'll be teaching you all the tips, tricks, and insider info on how to create feel-good, non-spammy experiences for your subscribers. Let's get stuck in. Welcome back to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Yao Keown, and today we have a very special guest with us to talk all things branding and what on earth it has to do with email marketing. So Rachel Writer is a great business friend of mine, um, and she's also a brand stylist and mentor. So she works closely with flourishing online entrepreneurs to create heartfelt brand personalities that align with their purpose-led vision through her one-on-one services at Hopscotch Branding Studio. But she's also the founder of a signature brand foundation and strategy program, Brand Alchemy, and monthly membership, The Branding Hub, which guides and supports passionate women in business to cultivate an authentic, intentional brand. When Rachel isn't creating a mentoring, she's raising four daughters, including triplets, I might add, with her hubby, Matt, in Adelaide, South Australia. And while she's addicted to coffee, like me, she's a passionate tea lover and makes pleasure in the simple things like warm sand between her toes or curling up with an epic novel. Rachel knows how to stand out online as a brand, but what I especially love about Rachel is that she does it as an introvert and just standing solid in who she is. So that's why I believe she's the perfect person to bring on to talk about how we can bring out that essence, how we can be ourselves and how we can actually have a strong brand through even a medium like email. So today's episode, we talk about what branding has to do with email marketing beyond just that logo sitting at the top. Uh, Rachel also shares her six-step process for branding success, including how all things like your vision, your values, and your target market all influence how you can truly connect with your subscribers, and also how providing contrast and being different to all those online trends is actually what helps you stand out online and will build your tribe and your loyalty and your sales. This episode is packed with valuable tips, but more importantly, it includes permission to be yourself, which I think is the most important thing. So without further ado, let's get stuck into my chat with Rachel. Welcome, Rachel, to the Easy Email Marketing Podcast. So great to have you here. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here, Yale. I am not one to um, dilly-daddle. So let's (laughs) cut straight to the chase, shall we? So when most people think about branding, they think logos or colors Mm. or fonts, maybe their website, you know, because it brings in a few of these elements. So apart from sticking a logo at the top of our emails or using our brand colors for our buttons, Mm -hmm. what on earth does branding have to do with email marketing? Okay, why are you even here on an email marketing podcast? (laughs) Wow. Okay. <laughs> really by by like invitation, to... by the way, anyone who's listening. So it wasn't like I just. <laughs> <laughs> you really do like to just cut to the chase. Yeah, cut straight Okay. In. All right. Let's break that down a little bit. So, all right. Let's come back to um, people associating a brand with a logo. Mm-hmm. And that's true. I mean, a logo is essentially a symbol for our, for our brand. It represents our brand. It's something that's memorable. It's iconic. It's usually aligned with, you know, the style of brand or what we offer. And that is why most people just assume, like, talk about brand. That's it. It's a logo. Obviously, there's colors involved. We 
pick some fonts. Um, away you go, Bob's your uncle, done. Yeah. <laughs> but <It> was that easy? <laughs> so easy. <laughs> but your brand is actually um, how your offer is positioned, like how people are thinking and feeling about your offer, like whether it's a product or a service or you if you're a personal brand. So it's actually their perception of you, their opinion of you, how they feel about you, the impression that you are leaving with them. Um, basically, it's a gut feeling. So um, it's it's a little bit of a disconnect there then when you're talking about that. And then, well, how does a logo sort of fit into that? How does that work? How do we even um, influence people in this way? Um, but if you go through a branding process, it sort of uncovers lots and lots of different layers that you should be establishing um, of how you would like your brand to be represented and then the solution to all of these things is the logo, is the colours. Um, if you're using um, colour strategically with colour psychology, you can actually um, start to influence people's perceptions simply just through the colours that you choose. So once you go through this process, it's like a foundational process that I believe every business should go through before they start mm -hmm. doing any kind of marketing whether that's, you know, on your website you mentioned or through their email marketing, the way that they're speaking to people, um, all of these things will just be so much easier and lighter um, <laughs> and it will take the pressure off a lot of decision-making, I suppose, when it comes to doing all of those things. Um, and you will have a logo design, hopefully, that will stand the test of time rather than you just constantly second-guessing yourself. So it takes away a lot of that guesswork mm -hmm. as well. So that was hopefully, hopefully unpacked everything that you said there. Yeah, so I'm reading into it like because one of one of the things I think, yeah, yeah, that you alluded to there was and one of the things that I see a lot when it comes to people thinking about um, email marketing is what on earth do I send um, you know, how can I really connect with my audience? How do I make myself feel different? Mm. And so I think what you said there about, okay, yeah, you've got the making these decisions before yes. you even do the logos and stuff. Those same decisions are what are going to help you figure out, okay, this is the type of stuff I need to be sharing, the type of stuff I need to be bringing across and I guess underlying all my messaging and my strategy. Do I have that right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Because part of the branding process is identifying the most perfectly aligned customer that's going to put their hand up and say, yes, I want that thing. I want to work with you. Like it's just meant to be, it should be <laughs> really quick and easy and really clear. So we do this as, you know, as a visual designer, I do this as part of my process to make sure that the visual um, outcome is, you know, going to be attractive to that particular type of person, um, like that target audience as a whole, or sometimes people niche it down to a client avatar. But while doing this process, you are uncovering their needs and th their desires and even their personality types and, and you know, what they're worried about. And so by identifying all of these things, it opens up a whole range of connection points mm -hmm. that, you, you know, you can um, use to, yeah, to, to communicate and open a conversation and create that connection because by creating a connection 
like a, an actual human connection in this way by communicating with words through email marketing, <laughs> um, you're actually going to be more, mem- you're going to leave a more memorable impression on that person because um, because you care. Like it shows that you actually care what yeah. they are feeling in that particular moment, what that what they're feeling, how you're going to be able to, you know, ease that whatever it is for them or feel the desire or. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The more you understand them, the, the easier it is to <laughs> talk to them um, with, and feel like you're actually um, providing value and it gives you, I guess, that that confidence and that um, like th- that feeling that, oh, yeah, people need this, they want this, and that helps with that kind of mindset stuff that goes along with it. Um, yeah, so we've talked about target market, so I'm sure there's a few other processes and stuff you do in the background. So if someone was like, okay, I want to do a little bit of brand work um, that's beyond just the visuals. What what are some of these foundations? What are some of these processes and things that someone should be looking at? Yeah, well, I can sort of um, share this. I've got sort of like a six-step yeah, absolutely. Um, process Love it. that I use with my one-on-ones. I use it in my course. Um, it's, you know, it, even if you aren't ready to invest in working with somebody or in a program, these are sort of just questions or things to start thinking about I guess because if you don't <laughs> you don't know what to think about then you know you you're left wondering so hopefully these will give you an anchor um, for anybody out there who is just starting out but the first thing we do in branding is we think about the end game so we set a clear vision so where do you want this brand to be even if it's just five or ten years time like what's that point because by projecting that point, we know where we're going and we're not going to be making decisions for where we are now. We're going to be making decisions for the growth of that particular Love. brand, where we want it to be, where we want it to be perceived. So if you were thinking about how you want your brand to be perceived in 10 years' time, that's how you need to start showing up now to be able to grow. Love it. So the second step is to know what you stand for. We're basically drawing a line in the sand. Um, establishing the values and the culture of the brand. Um, So knowing, you know, what you stand for, what you don't stand for, and just being confident in that. So that's a decision that you need to make. That's not just Mm -hmm. something that's going to fall into your lap. That's something that you need to be strong about and the culture of the organisation needs to follow suit, including team members, um, you know, collaborators, all those sorts of things. It makes it a lot easier too, like it makes it easier um, to communicate those things. So the third step is to amplify what makes you different. So this is, you mentioned before, standing out. Yes. Um, And that's a tricky thing because standing out, when you say that phrase standing out, um, for a lot of people it's sort of, (laughs) I just recorded a podcast about introverts, um, branding for introverts, and covered this exact topic. Okay, cool. We'll definitely hit you identify with that. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Uh, Most people, I don't know, I think about, um, you know, people dancing on their reels or wearing short skirts, parading around on, you know, on stage with microphones and that sort of thing. And that, you know, that to me is like what people think of when they think of standing out. But I like to sort of um, think about standing out in a way that is going to attract your perfect customer. So it needs to be in alignment with what they need from you. So, um, you know, if you are, uh, I don't know, like a midwife who does home consultations 
um, you need to think about what's going to attract the exact person that needs you in that moment right now like they need nurturing they need empathy they need kindness so it's more of a softer feel um and so you are actually going to attract a more aligned customer if you if you think about that rather than um the traditional way of standing out does that make sense yeah oh and definitely um when um we when I thought about, you know, raising this with you, the standing out online, mm-hmm. I definitely was thinking how much you stand out online to me just because you are just in such a different, like you stand out by the fact that you aren't all like song and dancey and yeah. everything, that you're just like a calming presence. Thank That's you. how I see it. So Thank it's you. sort of like you don't that feeling that you don't have to be this big yeah like you could just talk say your truth but there's still this confidence there there's still this like centeredness um so I guess yeah I um and that's I guess what what, what I was wanting to bring across Mm -hmm. in this is is just think how can people bring yeah as you say bring their own unique flavor but still stand out yeah yeah. And I think that I get that comment a lot about social media, particularly mm. Instagram, and I think it's a contrast thing mm. because social media is so noisy now. Like everybody's doing the voiceover reels, everybody's doing the funky music with the I don't know, with the bits that change and then there's something that you point at, I don't know. <laughs> but then, you know, to have all that noise and that fast stuff happening, because we're all trying to grab attention quick, 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 quick. And then um, they sort of hit my feed or your feed. There's a slowness and there's a contrast. Oh, mine and isn't so- a slowness. I'm all exactly. or nothing. <laughs> okay. I don't mind doing a little all right. bit. All right. I, I just have fun with it. That's it. <laughs> I'm definitely more of a slow vibe. I'm more of a chill vibe. Um, and I think that's why. Like I really do think that it's because of the contrast. And so if you can create that with you in your industry and, um, you know, not just try and blend in with your competitors, but stand out in comparison. So find the thing that they are not, that you are, and lean into that and just run with it. So there's this phrase that I like to use that is by Marty Neumeyer. Um, and it is, when everybody else zigs, you zag. Mm-hmm. It takes guts though. Yeah. And I think you mentioned that confidence, but you know, if there's something that's different about what you offer, um, you can find your confidence in that and lean into that. Yeah. I that no, that, I love that. And um, <laughs> I know we're stopping down and we'll get to the other steps yes. um, in, in a minute too. But I'm yeah. also just, well, I mean, obviously social media is so upfront that we see this big contrast. Yeah. Um, but seeing how that can also apply in the emails that you send yeah. as well. Yes. That, Emails don't have to be big, long, wordy things. They don't have to be buy my thing, buy my thing. They don't have to be the gift trends that a lot of people have going on. They can just be like warm hugs or just yeah. having a little chat. It could be whatever it is that back to previously what we're talking about, like what it is that your audience actually wants to read and would like, to, whether it is something that you think, okay, do they need just a quick quick and dirty two-minute tip because they're busy running around doing something or do they want to actually, you know, sit down with a cup of tea and take it and have a little time out and and sit with your stuff? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it really comes down to what that person needs and that's um, 
step four. Okay. Look at me segueing in. So step four is to define your perfect customer. So this is where we dig deep and we discover all of these isms about them that you can then sort of use as inspiration or connection points, as you mentioned, like um, whether it's a tip that they need to hear for the day or a reminder about something, or even if it's um, like a little bit of a story about yourself that you can then come in and um relate back to something that they're experiencing or something that they're concerned about and how it sort of offers a solution for them. So many different ways to connect via email these days. And I don't know about you, Yale, but I find the ones where I share my most vulnerable moments Mm -hmm. are the ones that people actually respond to and are grateful for and get those conversations going. And um, like for my brand and for my personality, like that's just... And just when somebody validates what you're putting out there by replying is just. And I I love doing it. um, And I find emails kind of the best place to do that sort of thing Mm. Um, because your audience is a little bit more, you know, they're trusted. They're kind of your inner circle. They know Mm. your vibe. They know what you're about generally if they've been on, on your list for a little while. And if you share something a bit more vulnerable. Yeah. It's just to them it's not like this big social media which sometimes can feel just like you know yeah. so much and you could get you know cancel culture and stuff you know hopefully you know that stuff but some, there's always this fear that something you put out there is going to yeah. come back and bite you but <laughs> if email's a little bit safer of a place yeah. to be vulnerable and to go deeper than what you would um yeah. in a more public forum Exactly. Because so, as you said, like social media is a public forum. You know, the idea of social media for most people, I guess, is just to attract some kind of audience. And yes, that happens to an extent, but because it sort of is just a blanket out there for anyone, you never know quite what response you're going to get because you might sort of fall into into the the eyeballs of somebody who may not be in the same opinion as you and come that comes back to you know knowing what you stand for so ideally those on your email list they're there because they want to be like they've gelled with something that you have shared before and actively put their email address in which means that they are a more aligned audience than if you're just putting a blanket thing out for social media love it okay yeah so it is safer yes definitely safer and definitely understanding who they are and, as you said to the previous points, understanding your what you stand for um, will help with all of that. Yeah, it's like yeah. your message is going to be more amplified in that space because mm-hmm. you know that it's going to, you know, to ears or eyeballs I guess, yeah. that are more receptive, you know, to what, to what you want to share. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so from all of these things, um, setting clear vision, knowing what you stand for, amplify what makes you different, knowing that perfect customer, we can then use all of this information to define the style of your brand. And this is where it comes to communication. So it's is your, where you find out what your colors are and what your fonts are. And then um, your logo design will all of a sudden make sense and you'll know exactly what it needs to be. Um, the language that you're using, the type of the tone of voice that your brand embodies, um, you know, copy for your website or for flyers or what's going to be on your business card, it sort of all just starts to make sense and it starts to, um, to feel cohesive. And then <laughs> the last step is to just 
please stick to your guidelines. Like the most, the strongest <laughs> brand will always be the most consistent. Yeah. And I get it as a small business owner, it gets a bit boring after a while to be doing like feel like you're doing the same thing, but it's actually um, trust evoking to your audience because they know that you're consistent. They know that you're, you know, what they're going to expect from you. They know all of a sudden they'll recognize your brand by its colors through repetition and Mm -hmm. consistency. Um, And I think having that, you know, you were talking to before just about um, my social presence, that it's consistent for you. Like, you know what to expect from me when you read a post from me or when you see an Instagram story from me like it's got a consistent vibe yeah um, we can and see that, yeah the colors or see yeah. you know just the style go oh yeah that's Rachel um yeah. and you can stop it um and yeah stop stop the scroll effectively because oh that's my that's my friend you know yeah, yeah versus yeah, the, exactly. oh that looks the same as everyone else or exactly. that's just another gold foil um font you know um and yeah and I guess you know when it comes to email I always try to relate everything back to email as well you know (laughs) it's the the words as well because you know when you're scrolling through you know the name and the subject line or whatever you don't get to see the visuals you don't get to see that but you see name and who they stand for you stop with the subject line and and you stop with again what amplify what you say amplifying what's different connecting to what your who your ideal customer is yeah but yeah being consistent not just always not not just trying every single fad exactly so even with that stick with you know stick with your format that people will come to know your emails when they if they if they haven't you know what it's like when you're in your inbox particularly in the morning you're sort of zooming through everything you know if they haven't seen the name or the title subject line they're just zooming through if they open the email it will be recognisable simply by the format and they yep. will think, oh, that's from this, you know, like even just for example, um, ah, like EB Games. <laughs> my, <laughs> my kids are just into, you know, the Nintendo Switch games and my husband's a big um, <laughs> fan of that stuff. So we get EB Games emails. I'm going to use that as an example. It's really obvious. I don't know. I know that this is a little different industry, um, and different industries will have different formats for emails. But it's obvious who they are because you know they've got their logo. The format's always the same, um, and it's consistent and reliable. Yeah. And it's the same from service um, providers or coaches that I subscribe to as well. Um, you know, those types of emails are often more um, co- copy based. But um, like the fonts are the same, the size of the the font is the same, um, the way that they sign off is the same. Um, it's you know it's reliable and it's consistent. So yeah. whatever you do, whatever it is that you choose to do, yes, experiment obviously from time to time to see what you have to in business, don't you, to see what responses are better. Yeah, and <laughs> um, yeah, you play around with topics and and that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, yeah, that, and I find emails a great experimenting ground for all of that because you can see what yeah. people are interested in. But the the feel, I guess, yeah. is what it comes down to, the vibe. The vibe. It's Yeah, it sounds really vague, but the yep. vibe, it's like branding is all about the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And, yeah, it trickles into absolutely everything yep. that we do. Um, yeah, so... Thank you so much, Rachel, for sharing all of that insight. I think we've really covered 
um, without me even really needing to ask questions, we've, co- we've ended up touching on like all the key points we want to stand out, like how to stand out mm. um, both online for, for, you know, to get people onto our list in the first place, but then also, you know, how to stand out in those inboxes and what are we writing and how, and hopefully people are just seeing how this work that some people might think like, oh, I'll do that later. I just want to yeah. get to do that. I'll put my hand up to that sometimes. Yeah. Um, how this pre-work or this going through this process will make everything else so much easier and so much more effective and mm. have you feeling more confident in what you're doing rather yeah. than um, flying by the seat of your pants. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, having that sort of process to follow does make it easier. But the outcome is just, yeah, as you said, confidence and just feeling lighter, making marketing so much easier. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Beautiful. Love it Mm. so much. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom with us today. Um, Where can people find out more about you or if they're like, oh, okay, I really need to get my brand sorted now, Um, where where do you recommend they go? Yeah. Well, I mean, you can head straight to my website, which is just rachelwriter.com, R-E-I-T-E-R. And I have got a free branding success blueprint that you can grab Um, which includes all of those six steps and goes into a little bit more detail about those. So if you are in those early stages, feel free to check that out. Um, But yeah, um, probably the website is the best place to go. Or as you mentioned, Instagram, (laughs) Rachel Ryder underscore brand mentor. Um, Yeah, I'll I'll pop all those links in. Um, You have a podcast as well too, don't you? Yeah, the podcast. That's on the website too. Just head to the website. (laughs) You can stalk her. You'll find her. Thank you. (laughs) She's there consistently. Thank you so much, Rachel. Thanks. So glad to have you. Wow. Absolutely loved all the gold that Rachel shared with us today. If you want to connect with Rachel further, you can find her on her website at rachelwriter.com. So that's Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L. R-E-I-T-E-R.com or she's over on Instagram at Rachel Writer underscore brand mentor. Um, I will link all of that in the show notes. She also has a fantastic freebie on her website where she goes into the six step blueprint uh, further that we talked about in this episode. So if you want to grab your hands on that, make sure to head to her website. And finally, you can check out her podcast, um, which is called Brand Lover, which is on your favorite podcatcher. Thank you so much again, Rachel, for sharing all your insights and wisdom with us. That's it for me today. I would love to hear from you about what you've enjoyed from this episode or what you want to know more about. Um, Or if you have anyone that you would love to have me chat to or any topics you'd like me to cover, um, please let me know over on Instagram. I'm at Yale Keown, all one word, and I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to Easy Email Marketing. It's an absolute honor that you chose to listen. If you love this episode, then it would mean the world to me if you could leave a review so that others can find this podcast and make their email marketing easy too. Finally, make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a thing. Until next time, have an awesome day and make sure to keep showing up and serving in those inboxes.